Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 100 of the nation's most informative, best podcast with the most handsome hosts, the Green Suiters podcast, episode 100. Centennial. Woo! It, th- this is a big deal. This is a big deal. And we have some great things planned for tonight's episode. And we we had talked... I know a lot of people were wondering if we were going to have off the cut podcast on here for episode 100. And we thought, yeah, that'd be a great idea when hell freezes over. So we are not bringing them on tonight because we want to have a good podcast. And unlike off the cut, we appreciate our patrons. (laughs) Therefore we are going to show our appreciation tonight for our patrons. And speaking of patrons guys, guess what? What? We're down. We've got a bunch of new ones. Oh, good. We're up. Yeah, yeah we're up. Oh, we're up. Woo, so, doggy. I can't remember if last week, because we recorded on Tuesday last week, and I, I may have mentioned them, but just in case I didn't, we have Mr. Patrick Gordon and Gabriel Harrell, but I'm fairly confident that I did mention yeah. them. Yep. Welcome again. Well, now, here's everything that's happened since that episode. We have Mr. Mike Holmes, who upgraded to the top tier Ooh, and now has you. access to our bourbon with the boys. Thank awesome. you. We have Mr. Rick Bino signed up today. Oh, at cool. the $20 level. Thank you so much, Rick. Wow. Thanks, Rick. We Thank have you. Sean Lund, who upgraded to the top tier. Thank you, Sean. I know him well. Thank you, Sean. We have, uh, we did have somebody sign up at the the one dollar tier, but for the full year, so we're gonna welcome Mr. Kale Magruder of M Five Creations. Thank you so much. Welcome. Thank you. We Thank have another, you. This this is crazy. We have another top level patron, Mr. Brian Roberts. <gasps> That's my middle name, <laughs> Brian Brian Roberts Sedgley. Is it really? Yeah. Oh, wow. Really? Yeah. Oh, so welcome, Brian. Did he yeah, spe- welcome. Does he, hey, does he spell it with an I or a Y? An I. Oh, cool. Welcome He's to not the a club, psychopath. Brian. Whatever. Um, all, we all have the letters are silent. At the tight bond third tier, we have <gasps> Mr. Jonathan Scott. Uh, and thank also you. at thank that you, tier, we have Mr. Jason Hagen. Hi, Jason. Thank you for Welcome signing up. Mr. Hagen. And then here's the final one. This just happened a little bit ago. $20 level. <gasps> Mr. Sean McDonald. And it turns out, if I remember correctly, he sent me a message. I haven't had a chance to respond to it yet. Sean McDonald is the one that won Bourbon Moth's latest <gasps> build thing. And oh, they wow. did the miter saw station, which I did watch the oh. video. And it was very entertaining. Yeah, I watched that. I actually mm-hmm. saw that. Huh. But he sent a message. Uh, who's who's telling me about Moth? it? I don't. Yeah, it's Jason Hobbs, I think, is his name. Yeah, they, they, he did the laminate with his face on it on the. Yeah, that's <laughs> <laughs> funny. He's he's some clown. Yeah. Um, but that's all of our new patrons. So thank you so much, and thank you, thank you. I do want to mention one thing. So obviously we do a monthly giveaway for our patrons every month. Again, for those of you that are maybe tuning in for the first time, we do giveaways every month for our patrons and our patrons alone is our way to say thank you. 
uh, because we're fortunate enough to work with these great brands that are willing to uh, join in on the fun. So US Tool and Fastener is doing a giveaway this month Ooh. for two $200 gift cards to usfoolandfastener.com. And all you have to do is become a patron and you'll have your chance to win that at the end of the month. I'll draw two winners. You don't have to do anything. You just sign up and we're good. Now, speaking of giveaways, tonight is a community episode. So typically on these, we don't talk about what we've been up to and all we do is try to answer as many questions as possible. Well, we're not doing that tonight. We're going to talk about what we've been up to because we've all had interesting things happen. We have some questions that we will answer. But more importantly, everybody, we have nine giveaways to get through in this episode. Wow. Nine. Wow. And the way this is going to work. Wait a minute. Is that German? Nine? Like none? Yeah, we have no giveaways tonight. <laughs> okay, excellent. Excellent. Hey, and thank you for tuning in to episode 100 of the Green Suiters podcast. Yes. I was thinking about reading off what all the giveaways are, but I think I just want it to be a surprise as we go through the episode. So I'm going to randomly, just periodically throughout the episode, what we should figure out a safe word. What what's What's our safe word? And I'll just blurt it out in the middle of us talking when I feel like it's time for a giveaway. What's our word? Guys, Freebie. Come <laughs> mm, something something good. Okay. Oprah. Wait. Wait. <laughs> wait. It's gonna be a phrase. Off the cut sucks. I knew you were gonna oh, say off the that's cut. That's good. I like this that. Off, is off the cut sucks. This is perfect for episode 100. Every time I say off the cut sucks. Hey, what what about patrons rule? Oh, I like that one too. I, patrons rule. Now, that's off, got my vote. Off the cuts sucks is better. Okay. Okay. All right. Overruled. I don't know. What do you get? I, 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 this is a democracy. So, what do you guys think? What do you vote? You tell me, and, and we'll do it. Patrons rule. Okay. I like patrons rule because they patrons are what make this possible. And mine. But let's just make it clear that off the cut podcast sucks. <laughs> we okay. have to fit that in there. Available on Apple and Spotify okay. and all other they platforms. Do. And it, it added up to extra giveaways here because they were going to charge us to come on here. Right. So, yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. yeah. Bunch of prima donnas. <laughs> they're, they're all that. Well, guess I, what, guys? I, guess what? Patrons rule? Patrons rule. All Let's right. do it. Here we go. Spin the wheel. Hey, Break bef- the deal. Spin the wheel. Before I do this, our first giveaway, I did want to mention one of the comments that somebody had mentioned, they were hoping that we record this. Just so everybody knows, again, we do record every one of these episodes. For some reason, sometimes Patreon does not like me uploading videos. It just will not allow it. So I'm looking into it, trying to figure it out. But I think what I might do is I might try to get our uh, YouTube channel activated or active again and just start posting them there and just posting the, oh. the link on Patreon. I'll try to figure it out, but okay. Okay. So here's what we're going to do. We have nine giveaways. Mm-hmm. I have two wheel of name generators. I have one with everybody's entries and they, the amount of entries they have, they're based off what tier they are. We've got lots of names on there. And then I have another one that just has the giveaways. And I'm, I'm, I was really hoping that one stays all the way to the end, but it has to be random. Ronnie, you know which one I'm talking about. All right. So first giveaway, first giveaway tonight is 
Wheel is spinning. I need to get a piece of paper oh, so I can mark down what's the it winners. for. Yeah, what's it for? I, I'm figuring that out right now. I'm doing the, the oh. giveaways random too. Oh my god! Right. Break the deal. So you're Spin doing random, the wheel. You, so you're doing a double random. You're doing random on what it is and random yes. on name. Oh, oh. yes. Oh. That's called a double random. Yeah, a del- we're going double random. That's hey, they crazy. They, they did not spin the wheel twice in Thunderdome. No. <laughs> no. When you right, broke you, the deal, you spun one wheel. Do you guys want to know what the first giveaway is? Yes. Give it to us. It is, everybody, a $100 gift card to BitsBits.com. Woo! Nice. Our great friends at BitBits. Nice. Bits, sometimes, Because sometimes you have to round over. That's right. Sometimes, or sometimes you have to chamfer. Sometimes, sometimes you feel like a rabbit. Sometimes you feel like an up spiral. Sometimes you feel like a done down spiral. <laughs> sometimes you got to flesh it out. Oh, oh wow. Yeah, wow. This is going too far. Okay. Wow. I'm finding out who our first winner is going to be. Spinning the wheel. Spinning the wheel, everybody. Lots of names. It, there's so many names. It's so small. I can't see the names. I just have to wait to see who wins. It's like a surprise for me, too. First winner, Mr. Ben Lund. Ben, ben Lund. Lund, you are the winner of a $100 gift card to bitsbits.com. Congratulations, Ben Lund. All right. There's some, I made a there's some profiles in his future. <laughs> yeah. So when somebody wins, we don't want anybody to win twice tonight. We want as many people to win as possible. So once you win, you're done, everybody. All right. Now, moving on. Hey, guys, what have you been up to? We can't. We can't hear you. Your audio gone. You want to go first, Jason? Yeah, I can go first. Okay. All right. Go ahead, Sedge. Just you can keep trying. We'll let you know if we can hear you or not. It's all right. So I had quite the thing happen which most people that have watched my Instagram stories and Ronnie, you definitely know what happened because I talked to you about 30 times about it. Yeah. Um, the wall looks awesome back there, by the way. <laughs> doesn't it? Doesn't it look great? Yeah. Look at that. Beautiful. Yeah. So I was, uh, you know, just moving and shaking on this built-in, getting everything done and things were going really smooth and still don't have you. Just trying to get everything smooth. And if you said, if you have to just hop back out and maybe hop back in getting everything smooth, going good. I'm on my, I literally taped everything off everything. And I was taping the floor, which was the very last thing that I needed to do. And I got all the way to the end, broke, uh, you know, cut my piece, put it on the ground. I was like, yeah, why don't I stick my finger in this hole that I made a long time ago to check to see if there was any water intrusion? Well, guess what? Today, oh boy, did I feel water intrusion. And everything just went downhill from there. Absolutely everything. It... (laughs) I had to rip out the drywall. Yep, you're good. I had to rip out the drywall. I had to... (laughs) remove part of my built-in. I damaged the top of my built-in. I had to cut my toe kick. Um, 
And I had to rip out and replace the bottom plate and some of the vertical portions of the king stud and jack studs. And it is just a mess. And I found that I had water intruding into my home for probably the past 15 to 20 years. Um, who knows how long it's been going on. And luckily, I do think I have isolated the issue now. But that's what I've been up to. And it has not been enjoyable. Parts of it have been enjoyable. But for the most part, it was just, man, what a kick in the stomach mm. to be that yep. close to something yep. that I've wanted to finish for so long that's already taken too long. And here's the worst part about it. I decided the day before this happened that I was not going to continue to film a bunch of stuff on this built-in because I just wanted to get it done. And thank God, because I mean, I was just plowing through stuff, right? And everything was coming out great. And then that happened and I don't have any footage on it. And what would have been great, that would have made a good video. Oh yeah. And like have oh, it be yeah. really raw, like me freaking out about <laughs> what I needed to do and um, but I'll tell you what, man, I'm very thankful that I have, you know, friends that know a lot more about this than I do. And I'm also very thankful for, uh, not only the patrons because some of the patrons reached out, um, but just Instagram in general. But here's what I'm going to tell you is every time I do something like this, if you guys have ever asked for advice on Instagram, what happens? Mm -hmm. I don't. Opinions. You never do? I no, I don't. So I do it fairly regularly on certain things just because I'm curious as to what other people think. Boy, oh boy, do differing opinions, thoughts, remedies, ideas. They And I, I'm this is, again, I, I said this in my stories. I don't want this to come off as me being an asshole because I appreciate everything. Because when somebody says something, regardless of if it's right or wrong, I look at, I, I research it because I want to know what it is that they're talking about. And then I'll formulate my own opinion based off all the information that I got. Or after I bounce it off people like you, Ronnie, in this case, because you were, helped me a lot with this. Um, uh, Joel McIntosh uh, from McIntosh Daughter IG account. He's somebody that I, that I talk to a lot. Um, but the problem that I have with it is that it's overwhelming for me because I research things so then I have my head full of all of these different things that I may need to do, may not need to do, may be overkill, may not be enough, right? And then that's why I get so frustrated. And then I call you and I freak out. <laughs> I well, usually, you know, I, I don't ask for advice. I just go and try to find it myself because it, it, like I said, there's a lot of crawlers out there and there's a lot of people that may sound sincere, but they're not, they could care less. I'm just very cautious about that. Well, something you know. I'm always aware of is that geographically, there's so many differences just in our country on how things are done. Like as far as um, insulation, vapor barriers, all those different things, it's it's different in New England than it is in the South. And I found out from my posts that in like Arizona, they glue drywall. They don't use screws. They drew it to they they glue it to the studs. And I was like, what? I, I had never heard that before because I, I did a post about using a magnet to find the studs because you're finding the screw. And I had three people tell me, well, we glue our drywall. And I was like, what? And when I found that out, I researched it and saw that that would be a nightmare for me when I went in and remodeled a house. If it was glued to the studs, that's a yep. whole nother, that's a whole nother yep. thing when you're pulling drywall off. 
but apparently where there's places where they have higher probability of nail pops, they glue it to the studs. I didn't know that. Arizona is hmm. one of the states that I know that they do that. I have oh, no and- idea. How about out west when you're out west and it has all the round corners? Yeah. Or yeah. corner or, beads all that just drives me crazy. Or or Lydia Drywall Shorty shared with me that on the high-end homes they do a knockdown finish on drywall, which that's not in our area. It's smooth walls for high-end, yeah. but on high-end houses, they do a knockdown finish. So it, yeah. it varies across the country. So you're gonna get different different advice from people across the country for sure. Yeah. And yeah. knockdown, knockdown in Fort Lauderdale and Miami. The reason they do it down there, it, it doesn't matter what kind of house, high end, whatever. The reason they do it is because it hides the seams in their inferior work. Mm-hmm. Same, same, same thing with textured ceilings. Yeah, yeah. Um, one thing that I did want to mention, my star major, he was a lot of help throughout this process as well. But, um, <laughs> he sent me. He's uh, one of the last messages that he sent me. It said something like. Have you ever watched any of the builder shows uh, on the Build Network or whatever? Um, what's that guy's name? The real popular one. Uh, uh, I'm the guy who's created Build Network. Tom Tom yeah. Silva. No. No, younger guy, out of Texas. Oh. They have oh. a whole crew. Does a lot of stuff with Rockwell. I, I can't remember his name. You know who I'm talking about? Yeah. Um, oh, the finders Matt Ra- Matt Rising Risinger. Risinger. Yeah. Yeah, Risinger. Yeah. He sent me a, a video. He's oh, he's out of Boston, Austin, Austin, Austin yeah. Texas. Yeah. He sent me a video, uh, one of his videos on like flashing windows and all that stuff. And he let, he's like, it's a really good resource. You know, check it out. Um, he does a lot of great work. And then he said, um, you know, water's supposed to. Um, said something like water's supposed to. Uh, hold on, I got to read it because it's it's that good on what he said. Hold on. Hey, while while you're looking it up, I I was in Austin for the Rubio event and I was downtown right before it started and I saw a truck go by that said Risinger on it. I was like, I know them. I know them. It was pretty cool. (laughs) So he's a nice guy. Yeah. He sent me the video and it says worth watching your window install should promote drainage. Then he says, well, yours does, but it should drain outside. Not And And then he said, yeah, too soon. Sorry. (laughs) <laughs> so that actually like brightened my day once that, cause I had just finished like fixing this issue and uh, determining where the leak was and getting it to stop. And but anyways, that's what I've been up to. It's not been fun. Hopefully next week I can, um, I think tomorrow I'm going to start working on buttoning this thing up and at least get it buttoned up before I head to Texas on Friday for the Texas woodworking festival. But um, we got, uh, we got, is it it's bourbon with the boys this week, right? This Friday. This yeah. Friday. Cool. Yeah, which Ronnie, we're gonna need to talk about offline. Um, make sure that you can get it logged into it and everything. Like I said, I'm gonna try to jump on from the hotel room if the connection is good enough. It may just be by phone listening in. Okay. But Ronnie, what have you been up to? I have been working on my van. Um, outfitting the what I call the passenger side to fit some of the new tools that I have and improve things that I've been thinking about the last six or seven months. Um, you know, I was thinking it's been really hot and it's been kind of miserable doing it. But the flip side of it, I'm like, if I waited to winter, it's just as miserable to do it when it's cold. So I don't know what the best is. 
I stopped yesterday. I took the um, thermo- thermometer I have in my shop and I put it in my van and it said 117 in the van. And that was with the side door open and the back door open. It was 117 in the van. And that that was warmer than I thought it would be. And then this morning I started up and, you know, people don't talk about a lot, but there's this phase when you're doing something where you have to stop and stare, stop and stare. This morning I started up, I got there early before it got warm and I was sitting there and I was doing the stop and stare thing for like 30 minutes, Mm -hmm. (laughs) 45 minutes. I did that a lot with this. (laughs) And I was sitting there going, I'm staring and it's getting warmer and warmer. And I finally realized I was like, you know what? I've done enough because the thing is like, I mean, if you watch like a Ron Pauk video with his storage trailers or anything like that, he likes to figure everything out and sketch up down to the detail. That's not me. I want to see it in real life. And what I've realized is you can only do so much and you need to live with it for a little bit and then see what are you missing? Mm-hmm. What are you missing? And that's where I did a lot of work the last two days on that. I have some huge improvements but there's still a huge amount of space that I have that I'm doing nothing with right now. And I'm, I have all these ideas, but I just stopped today. I stopped at like 11 o'clock and I just loaded the van back up with the tools, loaded up my new drawer, which is amazing. It's a six foot drawer, six feet long, and it's about six inches wide. And it holds every tube of sealant, wood glue, instant cure for adhesive, um, touch up paints that I have everything. Everything that just OSI, which you're familiar with now, Jason, um, all of the things that I lock tight, all the things that I have to have in my van that are always so hard to store, I have that in there. And I just need to live with it for just a little bit and see what the next step is. It's just, I don't, in my brain, it's not possible to do a master plan and carry it out where it works for you like perfectly. You almost have to do sections and then live with it. So that's where I am. Well, I feel um, like it's just like shop layout. It it is. You know, that's what you I was can, gonna that's what I was gonna say. It's the same thing with shop layout. Yeah. yeah. You you gotta make changes, mess with it for a while and yeah. I, you know, I was so tempted today, and it was just for like the footage. I knew if I put one more cabinet on the right hand side and put one across my new miter saw, it would look amazing. For for shots, it would be amazing. That but I started wondering, do I need that? You know, do I need that much more storage? Because I already have a ton of sustainer storage. So I I finally just decided I don't want to waste my time. So I just stopped. I just stopped. And, and I, I was so into stories like that people are going to be like, okay, wh- where is he with this? I had to tell people. I was like, I'm done. <laughs> I'm not going any further with this. I'm done. <laughs> and I just stopped. And it took a while. And I knew it would. It took a while to get everything back in there. I had everything taken out and put it in my shop. I was stepping over all the sustainers and it, it's amazing how much was on the floor that I'd taken out of the van. So it felt good for my brain to just load it back up. And now I want to live with it for a little bit and see what the next step is. So that's, that's, that's what I've been up to. It's always a struggle for when I take time to do this because I make absolutely mm-hmm. nothing when I'm doing van work or shop mm-hmm. work. And I always feel guilty because I have a ton of things to do right now, but Sometimes you got to take the time to do it. And that's what I'm doing right now. Um, that, but so I, I feel good about it. It feels good for my brain, but as far as productivity, my company, not much, <laughs> not much activity. So and this is I'm your first, and this is your first week without cam, right? He could have been a big help. It is. 
it is. And, and I've been, you know, I, I went a week without posting on Instagram and I almost told people, I was like, bear with me because I'm dealing with like first time in a long time that I, we've got three people in our house and not four. My daughter, it's awesome. She went to college, started college, but we've been like eating dinner with the three of us. And it's been so odd to get used to the differences. It's been so, so strange. And I feel like I, no one warns you about that. Like no one says, Hey, it's kind of, it's kind of strange when your kid goes off, it's not all happy, happy. So I've, I've kind of been dealing with that. Cameron went back to school. So it's like my new normal, you know, of kind of like getting, I, every time I get in the mode of not having Cameron, it seems like school gets out and then I get him back. <laughs> so it's like, I'm in a cycle where I have him and then I don't have him. But the good news is next year he is going to be co-oping with me mm. for half a day every day. And that will awesome. be that will be awesome. So this is the last year that I have as he's a junior now in high school. This is the last year I have to get through, like, you know, waiting for him to come. And, and he's gonna be driving in 40 days. 40 days. He tells me every day how many days. 40 days. He'll be able to leave school and drive over to the shop, which is unbelievable. That'd be so cool. So we're good. I'm just trying to get some of this stuff done before it gets cold outside. You know what else is good? Giveaway. Patrons rock. Patrons (laughs) rock. Perfect segue. So we had to do this, Briar, before you get into what you've been up to. Because I know you had a good weekend, I I believe. Oh, oh, unbelievable. I was was watching the weather here. Oh, yeah, it sucked. (laughs) Yeah, and it was colder or cooler in uh carefree versus uh arizona versus here it rained it overcast all weekend it was wonderful nice are you ready for our next prize yes is it the prize or the person yeah what's the next prize Prize. okay we am i coming through yeah hundred dollar okay. gift certificate tay tools no way yep i love that place Tay Tools. Now let's see who wins, everybody. Yeah, we are spinning that wheel, and I'm ready Get to the... write the name down of the lucky winner. Get the AccuBur at Tay Tools, baby. It's the cabinet scraper changer. All right, we have a winner, Mister Mike McCown. Wow, McCown! Con- congratulations. congratulations! Look at that. All right. Well, while I t- while I type this up. Mr. Sedgley, what have you been up to? Nothing. <laughs> All right. First okay. question. So, <laughs> so as promised, I released on Sedgley my shaper video. And uh, I have quite a few views. What I'm really excited about is all the thank yous I got. Um, so uh, people are really appreciated. I'm starting to do uh, shaper videos, shaper origin videos. You know what's really cool? my buddies at shaper reached out today too and they said they love the video so they they, i thought that was really cool um and uh russ and jake thank you you're the best guys those are the guys i did the um the conference tables at festival with when we did the doug markets and hanging out with those two guys was so much daggone fun to the point we're already organizing because they're going to be down at the Austin uh, School of Furniture with us for the Rubio Monaco build-off. And I'm really stoked about that because Russ sent me an email <laughs> and he said, Sedge, I've been looking at places to eat around Austin. And they were all the Buffalo Wild Wings. 
Oh, so I really like hanging out with those guys. And uh, speaking of that, I went to the Phoenix area this weekend. I left Friday after Festool Live got there, 730. Really don't remember too much after 730 till about three in the morning. I think I, that's when I went to bed. So what I did is I went out there because there's a gentleman and his wife who moved out there from South Carolina. His name is Jim Maynard and Brenda Maynard, and they're two of my two of my best friends. They have treated me like royalty for the last 20 years I've known them. I used to vacation with them down there, and Jim just went through a, uh, a little bit about in the hospital. And I needed to see him because he was my mentor, confidant uh, at Festool. He's the reason I got a job at Festool. And sometimes I could talk to somebody once a week or once a month, you know, when they move away or they leave uh, the corporate world. But there's nothing better than talking to somebody face to face floating in a pool. And he has a beautiful (laughs) place. He has a beautiful place. It's northern Scottsdale. So, you know, the area. Um, It's right on the border of Cave Creek and uh, Carefree. It's right there. If you know the area, it's unbelievable. The homes are gorgeous. They have a gorgeous home. So what was good is I was talking to him a lot about things. And he he would say things because he's very knowledgeable in life. He's very wise gentleman. And he gave me a lot of great advice over the weekend to the point where, you know what? Um, Yeah, uh, he just he he kind of gave me advice where I knew where I was going. So Sunday night we had dinner and they have friends from their neighborhood who just walk over and we had a, an unbelievable dinner party. He grilled lamb chops and he's the best lamb chop griller I've ever seen. And I met a guy who was a big wig in an insurance company and I was telling him a few things uh, about my life. And he gave me some unbelievable advice. And then around the grill, I was talking to another gentleman, and uh, he was a pilot for Delta for 30 years, and he gave me some more. So I've said this 100 times on this podcast. Sometimes, you know, somebody may be 20 years older than you, 10 years older than you, but man, always, I always try to seek out people who are a lot younger than me and a lot older because you can learn something from people of all different levels. And this weekend, Marianne, when I was leaving, she goes, please decompress, please decompress. And I did. Um, It was a, how do you say, an eye opener again for me because sometimes you just got to forget about everything. And you know what I did almost the entire time during the day? I floated Uh, Yes. And I floated (laughs) in a pool and I floated in a pool just hanging out with him. That's awesome. And it's just rekindling a friendship face to face. And I'll be out there probably in the next six months. I I got to start going out twice a year just because he is the bomb and she is. Oh, my God. She's so wonderful, Brenda. And she's going through a a few radiation treatments here and there. Mm. Yeah. So. I don't waste any time anymore. I I won't waste any time. I won't say, hey, I should have, could have, would have. Mm-hmm. It's done. And what was cool is I had my Shaper video scheduled. So it posted at my regular time, 6 a.m. on Sunday. And I was really stoked about that. So I'm learning, 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 learning. Still on social. So 
thanks for letting me ramble on, ramble on everybody. But I had a fantastic weekend. Awesome. And then I came and then I came back to work. Reality. <laughs> back to reality. Back to reality. Mm-hmm. Cool. So we you want to get into pay- some questions? Sure. 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 You want you want me to pick one first? Sure. All right. Uh this one's off the one that I texted you guys. But if you do open up the the Google Drive, there's plenty of other questions in there. Um, let's see. Okay, here's a good one. This is from Paris Proof Furniture. That's the one I looked at. <laughs> Ryan, yeah. Um, I just thought this would be a good thing for us to talk about. He says, I see conflicting opinions on the usefulness of the drum sander. Why don't you have one? I'll speak to me uh, as to why I don't have one, and then I'll let you guys go um, and, and share your thoughts on it. I had one. I had a Supermax 1938, I think it was. Yeah. Um, that's the year? I of, never, that's the year? Yeah, it was It was made in the, the year 1938. Yeah. Really solid, all, all heavy, metal construction. Heavy, heavy, heavy. That's, yeah. Wasn't that the year yeah. your great-grandma... Uh, was born, Ronnie. She invented the drum sander. Yeah, we'll talk about it. It was her drum sander. (laughs) Yeah. So, um, I get get your boots out. (laughs) She did. I uh, I always struggled. It was like a love hate relationship for me. Um, I it it was a pain in the butt changing the paper on it. Um, yeah. I would get really deep scratch lines, no matter what grit that I used, no matter how light of a pass that I did. Um, was yours oscillating? Just, was yours oscillating? No. That that's the difference. Yeah. Go ahead. I, I just didn't. The only thing that I I feel like I see value in having one of those now is like for resawing thin pieces right mm-hmm. something mm-hmm. you could run those through the drum sander and get them to the f- nice thickness you can make veneers all this great stuff not that you need it but i can imagine it would be extremely helpful so i have actually been considering getting another one mm-hmm. but it's it's definitely one of those tools that i could i could live without maybe i just need to try a different brand maybe i just need to try a different design like ronnie was was mentioning yeah. I think your opinion would change if it was oscillating because you can put rough grit in there and just keep it in there if it's oscillating and it it does not put grain lines in there. It's amazing. It does suck to change the paper. I'm not aware of one that does not suck, but I have found, and and on that note, like I have a jet 2244, I believe is what it's called. And sometimes you don't want it to be oscillating when you first make your first passes or you will destroy your paper. You want to like make it not oscillate while you go through and get it flat. Like if it was a cutting board and And then once it's flat, then turn on the oscillation because I was destroying paper left and right. And I finally figured out on my by myself, like on the streets, I didn't really have anybody to tell me that the way that it was destroying it was, it was going back and forth and it was pulling itself off the roll. But I went forever without having one. And then I'd say I, I I'm probably got mine probably like eh, six or seven years ago, and I felt like an idiot for not having one earlier, because mm, of really? what it can 
Yeah, I mean, I I love it. I like my drum sander more than a planer because it's predictable. It's mm-hmm. predictable on what it does, and you know that it's not going to mess up ingrain and things like that. I, I, they're powerful. It's thing. I don't think there's another tool that can do, especially when you're making cutting boards. Uh, Cameron does a lot of ingrain cutting boards. I don't know of another tool that can that can do it as well as a drum sander. That's why I kept it so long because of the mm-hmm. whole, you know, the ingrain cutting boards. It's like, well, the, that's the safest way to yeah to sand that right. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I have a I have a Formax sixteen thirty two that I've had for twenty five years. I bought at a garage sale. Uh, my buddy passed away. <laughs> I've never used it. I, I, I I've actually I, I've I've I have never used it. I I really do love mine. I love it. I mean, it, it has the feeding belt. It it's it's nice, and I've never used the feature. When they say twenty two forty four, it means it's open on one side, right? And you technically could sand a table. That's I've tried that, gorgeous. and I did not yeah. have good experience. I have never used that you... feature. But what's what's nice for me is that twenty two is the widest I've ever needed. Anyway, doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Um, I've never used the open feature, but I used I, to dial. I used to dial in that open feature for people. You it's a lot of tweaking and it's easy yeah. on the Performax, and changing paper was easy on a Performax too. Yeah, so. it's 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 a trick it's a trick on the jet. Um, you have to make it tight, and what I found is you have to turn it on, and it will loosen up. You have to turn it right back off again, and then tighten it again. If not, you'll destroy the paper, which is so frustrating, because you know that's not cheap, and and they, some lot. people buy it. Um, some people buy it like by the roll and cut the angle on there. So I don't I don't have time for that. That's like the same thing as like reusing your vacuum bags on your Festool bags. I'm like, mm-hmm. no, I'm not doing that. Since you mentioned that, <laughs> I actually had somebody comment on a YouTube video fairly recently talking about how arrogant I was basically and how much money I had because I didn't want to put in the extra work of it takes five minutes to empty that bag. Must be nice to just do that. I'm like, no. I got like criticized because I ch- yeah. I swapped a bag out. That's what it's the bag- designed to do. Yeah, it's not it has des- a cap on it, and it's not designed to be emptied because the inside <laughs> g- gets uh, degraded. You're yeah. you're okay. So go ahead and ruin a filter at 120 bucks a pop. Yeah, I always yeah. get that. I've never seen that. Okay, go breathe all that dust into your lungs no. as you empty it. I, I I could not believe when I saw that comment. I'm like, are yeah, you they, kidding? They me? last so long. I tried to reuse mine when I first started, but it's just might as well just throw it out because they last so long. It's worth it. Just yeah. toss it and forget it. <laughs> all right, <gasps> who wants to go next, or should we? Patrons rule. Yeah. All right. I mean, we still have lots of giveaways to do. We might as yeah. well. Patrons rule, man. I'm loving All this. Right. Let's see what the next prize is going to be. Come on, Marianne. She's got to win. Ooh, it's a good one. It is a $200 gift certificate for Leather by Dragonfly. Ooh, look, leather nice. by dragonfly. Leather by dragonfly. Just like your shirt. Shameless Just like plug. My shirt. Mm. Leather you by can... dragonfly. Le- Ooh. Wow, oh, that's who's... a nice that's a nice giveaway. I know, right? They were just yeah. recently here. Um, for... just, thank just, you. So, 
just so you know, we're at like a 1.2 mil right now in giveaways. Are we really? One, yeah, one, yeah. One, one it's at least 1.2 mil. Wow. Least. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Hey, yeah. Uh, thanks, Michelle. Yes. Yes, Michelle. Thank you so much. Make sure you have lots of, uh, tell Patrick, have lots of mouse pads ready. You could buy quite a few of them for $200. Wow. I think they All go right, who's going to be? 250 who's, each. Who's going to be Who's going to be the lucky winner? Is Guess. it spinning? Yep. Patrick. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, man, this is perfect. <laughs> is it Patrick? <laughs> no, but they are in this because yeah. I want them to have a chance to win the other prizes, right? Just because they're mm-hmm. a sponsor doesn't mean they're they're kicked out. Um, <laughs> the winner is Goblin Spanker. <laughs> <laughs> I remember when that Goblin Spanker joined. <laughs> yep. Yes. Thank you, Goblin, Goblin Spanker. Congratulations. Yeah. Congratulations, Goblin Spanker. I'll be sure to pass your name on to Michelle from Leather by Dragonfly. I'm sure she'll really appreciate that one. Maybe Patrick can engrave Goblin Spanker on your mouse pad. Oh, whatever he buys, they should put that on there. Goblin Spanker. That's like a thing. Oh, oh, she needs to do her whiteboard post she does, and on the back, it'll say Goblin Spanker on the whiteboard. (laughs) Yes! That is great. (laughs) Goblin Spanker. I thought thought that was the name of the skeleton. Goblin Spanker. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) She's got to do that. She's got to put it on her whiteboard. (laughs) Yeah. Michelle, you heard it here first. If he ends up ordering an apron, it must you must write Goblin Spanker and wherever he is from. Yes. It'll be All like right, who wants it'll be like Chuck, Bob, Brad, and Goblin, Goblin Spanker. Spanker. <laughs> who who wants to go next? I'll, I'll go if you guys don't mind. Go ahead. Okay. Okay. Uh, because I like this. <clears throat> Uh, this is from 6-8 Woodworking. And the question is, how do y'all keep motivated and having a full-time job? That, my friend, is a fantastic question. Because I'm that person, right? Uh, it, it, it can be tough. Because if I look at my schedule, I get out of work. Um, I work full time at Festival. I think everybody knows that. And full time as a you trainer, work at Festival once in a while. Hmm. Thought you were at yeah. Black and Decker. Did you? No, I. Here? I get paid weekly. Very, <laughs> Very weekly. <laughs> weekly. <laughs> okay, so I get out of work. I come home, and I, guys, I got to tell you, I'll say it right now. You two motivate me. I couldn't wait to get on the phone with you guys tonight. Uh, I haven't seen you in a while. Uh, we normally record on Monday, but it's Tuesday because you guys accommodated me. I want to be part of episode 100. Okay, but there's sometimes that I, I have to do something at night for Sedge Tool. And, you know, whether it's answering emails, talking to somebody via the email, going back and forth reaching out, answering questions on Instagram. I put a couple hours in the morning and sometimes a couple hours at night. But I have, I stay motivated also because of my wife, Marianne. She knows and gives me full reign of my time and she knows we're building a business. And then my motivation, and I've said this a hundred times, is to make sure Big D and Chris are taken care of first. 
because I want to see them successful and open up some avenues of revenue for themselves. I also something I'll never forget is just about every Sunday morning for the last two and a half years, the three of us have gathered in my home shop, the set we call it the Sedge Tool Shop, and shot video. So Chris could go home during the week and work at night. The motivation is there. And I'll tell you what motivated me and now it motivated the boys this year is going to work bench gone and creating relationships with all the other influencers out there. And I'll I'll say this every single time. If you want to know and get information, you're interested in doing something, go to WorkbenchCon. It's held usually for, it used to be end of February. Now it's like in the first week of March. It's so worth it. You get to meet some people and find out, hey, what's going on? Mm-hmm. Um, I we The three of us, once a month, do a Zoom call with about 35, 40 people from our patrons. Um, that's another evening that's so I stay made motivated because I like doing it, but I also know I, I could, I like, I just like doing it. I like teaching people. That's how, and, and when I get comments like I did this weekend on that shaper origin video, I was like, man, such thanks and keep them coming. And then I get reached out today by the guys who work at shaper that, that motivates me because I think, no, I don't think I know I'm on the right track. So that's how I do it. Um, I guess it's helping people because I truly believe I am. Yeah. Um, what about you, Jason? Um, you, it was, you did it. But yeah, during the military, like now, obviously it's, this is my full-time job, but it's, it's challenging because you're you're going to get out of it what you put into it, right? So to me, the thing that became exciting was the growth and building a community that seemed like they were appreciative of what I was doing. And because of that, that's what kept me motivated, right? I was growing an audience, right? Like I think when everybody starts, you know, it's a psychological thing, you know, your audience gets bigger, your that number gets bigger, you know, maybe you have a little bit more clout, whatever it is. And then the bigger you get, the more you're like, yeah, it doesn't really matter. But early on, that was important for me because that's, that's what kept me, you know, the drive to keep going. Because what I noticed was the bigger my audience got, the bigger my pool of close followers grew. And that's what I really liked. And, and, you know, Instagram's a great example of that now the only reason I'm even on Instagram anymore and I still care about the platform is because of the fantastic community that I've built there. Um, and that's important to me. So that was, that was challenging. Um, going back even a little bit further when I was trying to do client work and grow a YouTube channel, that was really, really hard because I sacrificed a ton of time from Leo when Leo was very young. Mm to build my business. And I realized one day that that's a mistake and I don't want to do that. Um, and so once I went over to content only, because before, you know, I go to work, I come home and I'd be out in the shop until dinner time, And I go in and I eat dinner and I'd say, okay, honey, got to go back out in the shop. And I'd be there till 10, 11, 12 o'clock at night. And I'd get up the next morning, go to work and do the same thing. And it was very difficult, but I missed out on so much on Leo when he was Max's age. And then when, when COVID happened and, you know, I started to have a little bit, 
uh, or when COVID was over, I should say, in terms of the army's eyes, and I had to start going back to to work more. I basically dropped down to five to 10 hours a week on my business because I didn't want to sacrifice that time anymore. Um, but I made sure I was doing the things that I needed to do to, to continue to grow during those five to 10 hours. So it just depends on what your, what your goals are, you know, that if, if that, if mode, if, if it motivates you to like, take care of your family, you know, then that's all the motivation you need, right? Like for me, I mean, I'm in a very different position now than I was in 20 years being in the army, right? I like the fact that I can take care of my family. I like the fact that my sons are going to be able to grow up a way that I never, ever uh, grew up and and didn't even have half the opportunities. So to me, that's that's my motivation now. Granted, I don't have a full-time day job and have to do the woodworking business, that is my business now. So, but my motivation is I, I, my kids and my, my family get to have a good life. Ronnie. I'm in a strange place right now. <laughs> <laughs> I, <laughs> I thought you were at your house. Uh, well, I'm in a straight, I, I think, I think I'm at my house. No, That's I'm with Sedge. I, do, I have found that doing this podcast every week is very good for me because it, it's it, we're I'm with like-minded people that I respect their opinions. And we talk about things that I'm very into at the same time. I also find myself in a situation where I could work a thousand hours a week on my business, or I could work a thousand hours a week on content creation. And I, I truly mean a thousand hours. I know there's not a thousand hours in a week, but it's unlimited. And I found myself torn right now at which direction I go and I'm not sure exactly where I fall right now. That's, I mean, I get uh, emails, as you all know, I get emails every day with opportunities and you're looking and going is, should I go for this? And I'm talking on the social media side. And at the same time, I'm getting voicemails nonstop, <laughs> like from clients. Like I have one right now that, just just right before this podcast, it was like you come highly recommended. She named three of my past clients and wanting me to do a project for them. And my brain is almost like, no, no, don't call me. I know I don't want any more. I don't leave me alone. And that's wrong. And I that's where I am right now. I mean, that this question caught me at a really that's where I am right now. So I'm I'm trying to figure out where. I fall. It's very hard to balance being a actual full-time like contractor doing work. And then also a content creator too. It's very hard. Oh yeah. And oh, that's yeah. a struggle. I'm really struggling right, right now with that. Um, but that's where I am. So the question I think was, how do you balance it? I don't think right now I am. <laughs> 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 I don't think I am. I really don't. I don't. It's, it's a struggle. I need to figure out where, where this line is. And, and part of it is not taking on too much on the project side. That's not mm. social media because I get questions constantly. The, the, the guy who cuts my hair, there's give you a perfect example. The guy who cuts my hair sent me a message yesterday. He said, my wife has an idea for something in her foyer. How would you like to have haircuts for free for life? That's what it said. You're wow. not 
you're not prepared for that one. You're sitting there. He cuts Cameron's too. I'm like, you know what? That's like $80 a month. It's like, wow. You know, and Kelly's like, be careful. You know what that means? You're getting ready to go off track. And it's like, as much as I mentally prepare for opportunities that come, they always come in different ways. And it's just, it's something you have to deal with. But I just, my constant struggle is not to overbook myself. That's mm-hmm. it's, it's a constant struggle. And they're yeah. all the opportunities. Sometimes it's something I want to do. It's, it sounds fun. It's not about the money. It's about just sounds like a fun thing to do. And I'm always struggling with that. That's so the balance is hard and that's not something they teach you in college. This is a new thing. <laughs> the whole social media versus contracted thing. You know, it's not something you learn. This is the wild west of how do you make it work? And that's what I'm navigating through. Wow. And then, yeah. and then in two years, I have a son that's going to walk right into the same world I'm in. And, and I've got to kind of feel like I have to have it figured out for him as well, which is hard. Yeah. Maybe but, you just have him do all the contracting and you do social. Yeah. Well, that's, that's been one of my, it's <clears throat> one of my ideas is like, you know, let him, let him run with that. And you'll get, you go do the work. I'm going to go film myself. Yeah. <laughs> I go film myself doing the work. No, yeah, it's, it's, it's a balance. I, I wish you could do both, but it, as you see, it, it's much, it's much easier to do content creation if you're not doing client work for sure. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. It, it's hard to film client work at their facility. It's you don't, especially when they're around, you don't want to take the time to do that. So it's, that's a struggle, but I feel like I'm, I don't know. I just feel like I'm in a place that I need to kind of like figure it out. So I, I can't answer the question right now. <laughs> Maybe soon. Maybe soon. You know what else is soon? (gasps) (laughs) Patrons rock. Patrons rock. All right. I'm thinking, I mean, what time is it right now? 6.35. We still have six giveaways left. We still got questions. Yeah, we still have six more. We have to do two back to back. Should we do two right now? Yeah, let's do two. Yeah, two back to back. All right. Next prize is going to be Wait for it. Wait for it. This is an interesting one. So everybody knows that I love the grit automation system in my shop. Oh, yeah. To Mr. Jerry Grennan, who is at my shop this morning. And I told him how much of a dream it has been working in my shop since installing that system because it's made everything so effortless. I don't even think about it anymore. Just turn on tools and dust collection comes on and gates open and all this stuff. Fantastic. Still very pleased with the system. They have offered to give 10% off an entire order. So I originally asked him like, hey, you guys want to do a $100 gift card? And he he proposed to me, he's like, well, why don't we do 10% off? Because they could actually potentially save hundreds Four. of dollars. Wow. Thank you very much. That's a heck of yeah. a gift too. Yeah. So... We're going to do this drawing and we're going to see who wins grit automation, 10% off your order. Now you we're going to order we, a little. We have to, we, what do you mean by a drawing? We have to draw something. I didn't He's bring my sketch pad. He's spinning yeah. the wheel. Oh yeah. <gasps> I'm spinning the wheel. Let's, Let's break see the who deal. it is. Spin this the wheel. Be... Oh, uh, oh, who's it going to be? Who is it? Oh, no way. Mr. Steve Laterola. I had a Rolla. I had a Rolla. 
Everybody Adarola. ruins his name. Iadarola. Iadarola, like Motorola. No, Mr. like S- I, I, I Adarola, a big doobie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Steve, you won the 10% off grit automation. Very cool. So if you have any questions, Steve, you can definitely reach out to me and I can help you out with that. Hold on. Let me make sure I write that down so we don't, we don't forget. Steve. I add a roller. It's so funny because um, we all hesitate. A, yeah, but he it's I have had this conversation with him 50 times about how yep. to say his name and I still screw it up. But he's a patron of a bunch of other podcasts that I also listen to. And <laughs> they, I always hear people butchering the name and they all have the same exact conversation that we're having right now. Um, all right. Let me Congratu- him. Congratulations, Steve. I had a roller. He finally won something. All right, let's remove that. Five things left. Let's go ahead and do another one right now, because why not? All right, hey, next gift. Yeah. Correct me if I'm wrong. Isn't there a thread on Discord for our patrons about how to pronounce his name? <laughs> I believe there is. <laughs> there is. <laughs> oh, speaking of that, since we just got all these new patrons, um, we do have a Discord for um, the Green Suiters podcast. And it's fantastic. Everybody loves it. If you're trying to figure out how to get access to that, one, you have to have a Discord account. And two, you just go into your Patreon account and make sure that your Discord username and information is in there and you'll automatically be added. I did want to add that in for all new patrons. That's open to all patrons. Does not matter what level you are. All right. Next prize. I'm wondering when one specific one's going to pop up. Oh man, another good one. $200 gift card. Oh boy, that's some serious coin. To our good friends at US Tool and Fastener. Ooh. So I want to highlight something here because they they have always been great with us. Oh yeah. This this month, including this one, is three $200 gift cards that they're giving away. They're doing two for the month and they agreed to give a $200 one just for this episode. That's Thanks, like guys. Awesome. That's like thirty-two thousand dollars. Yeah, easily, easily thirty-two thousand. Probably closer to sixty. I did the math in my head. <laughs> yeah, I can yeah. tell. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Boy, all hey, right. Did, did your no, great, gra- gra- did your great grandma teach you math? Yeah, she will. After she founded U.S. Tool and Fastener, she did. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 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 All right, who's the oh lucky god. winner? Oh my god! <laughs> uh, better not be Patrick. Oh, oh, who is it? Andrew Nisley. Oh, what nice. a great guy! Good, Andy won. Congratulations, Andrew Andy Nisley. And I could spend two hundred at U.S. Tool and Fastener. Uh, I do all the time. <laughs> I know. I could too. <laughs> Very quickly. I could do. All right. Well, let's remove him. Congratulations, Andrew. I think it's so cool that we're doing the giveaways during the podcast now because you know that most of our patrons probably listen to this on Friday when it comes out. Yeah. Hopefully they're not driving in their car and then they hear that they won and, you know, There's they get too wrecks. excited and they swerve Wrecks off all the over the country. Yeah. Mass chaos. We apologize. Oh 
All right, who's up next? I think Ronnie, right? Yep. Oh, oh, caught me off guard there. It's okay. Okay. I love how you all picked all the same ones I looked at. <laughs> if you have uh, access to the, the Google Drive, you can log into that as well. Um, you know, I can hit with what sprayers do you all recommend for woodworking okay. and furniture finishes? Um, That's actually from Steve Iadarola. Okay. Well, I I love the Fuji system. And and I'll say I would I would not even be aware of Fuji if it was not for Instagram. I saw a lot of people that I follow and respect using the Fuji system. I did research on them. They're from Canada and they have a great system and they're used in the spray tan industry also, which I found so interesting. And I also found if you're, if you're using it for a spray tan, you can imagine that it has to be a very um, exacting, like fine spray, mm -hmm. or you'd really be able to tell. Um, so I, I've been using Fuji. That's, probably the only advanced uh like professional level system i've used i know uh, i think apollo would be the other one that people use but mm -hmm. um i've been very impressed with fuji i also was doing a project once and it was extremely stressful i started having a problem where it was leaking at a certain place and i called the customer support number which you know usually that's like uh just a waste of time and when they answered the guy who answered said I, he pretty much said he helped design the gun, told me exactly what I needed to do. Within a minute, he had me back on track. And I was a, after that, I was a Fuji customer for life because, and then, oh, it gets better. After I called about a week or two later, I got a package in the mail. They sent me a little care package with like some sponge filters and a couple of things. And just, just to clarify, this was before I had any followers at all on Instagram. I, I, they did not do that for clout and, and it really, it sold me on Fuji. Um, they're just a great company and they're small enough that they care. That's, that's my shameless plug for them. Cool. <laughs> I use uh Graco, their edge gun with their HVLP five stage. That's it. Good. Yeah. Well, well, I like it. Yeah. <laughs> I always, I always, when I coach people, I've had turbinaires. I've, I've shot with the original Apollos that look like a big top hat upside down. Uh, that was 30 something years ago. Um, maybe, a, maybe a little bit longer. Wait a minute. 92. Oh yeah. That's, that's a few years. <laughs> that's when I was shooting with the original Apollo. Um, I will always eight. recommend, uh, yeah. Oh God, don't do that. I was, <laughs> I was, <laughs> I, <clears throat> I, I learned over the years, uh, HVLP, uh, the more you want to move, the higher the stage, the thicker, the viscosity, the higher the stage. Right. So I'm shooting, yeah, I'm shooting with that five stage. Now it looks like a big toolbox, but you just gotta, you just gotta work with the, uh, warmth coming through. But I, I like shooting HVLP and I've, I, <clears throat> yeah, that's what I use. So I, I, I have the uh, Apollo Power 5. It's a five-stage turbine. And I I had the gun. I still have the gun. It's just destroyed. Um, it was a bottom-fed. But then I have a Fuji um, top-fed gun. XPC. It's... If I'm shooting clear coats, 
I prefer the HVLP. Paint, I got to be honest, I'm really becoming a fan of an airless sprayer. Mm-hmm. And that damn ultimate quick shot is the bee's knees. Granted, you have to fill up a 32-ounce cup you know, multiple times. But if you're doing small projects, I'm going to do this whole built-in with that dang thing. All the doors, all the drawer fronts, all the the entire built-in itself. Um, you know, if I ever get to it, you know, if my house doesn't fall apart. Um, it's called the ultimate quick shot. Yeah, ultimate, ultimate quick shot. It was my name in high school, actually. It was my that was my first porno <laughs> name. It was my it was my nickname <laughs> in high school. Ultimate quick shot. Uh, I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to sue them for uh, taking my taking my name as trademark. Big D, Big D. Anytime something like that comes up, he goes, "Yeah, that that was my uh, porn name in the '90s." I just yeah. lose it when he says that. <laughs> oh. But yeah, I I really like I really like airless for paint. I don't have to thin anything. I don't have to. Yeah, you know, even though the Power Five unit, most paints that I've sprayed out of a five stage turbine, you know, I haven't really needed mm-hmm. to, to thin either, as long as you're using the right tip, um, and nozzle, but I, yeah, this airless man, it's so easy to clean. It gives, gives a great finish. I mean, it has the capability of giving a really great finish. The, uh, the... Uh, uh, what tip do you use on the ultimate quick shot? <laughs> so I, I heard it's all about the tip selection. Yeah, it depends. Um, I use all the, uh, the, I use the green tips on the ultimate quick shot, which are the fine finish, low pressure. Um, the blue or what you would, you know, if I'm spraying the walls in my house and I need to have a massive spray pattern, you know, I might use like a six seventeen or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm using like a 200, a two series or a three series for most things, just because I don't need a real wide pattern. Um, but I have a, I have probably four or five different tips for it. They ran a special when I bought mine that they'll give you a voucher and you could pick three different tips. So, um, okay. Okay. Can I make a quick comment here? I mean, we get some high tech stuff, the three of us, but I'll tell you what, I can pretty much coach somebody with a $25. Uh, and that's what I prefer to teach people with, with a $25 cup gun from Harbor freight or somewhere cheap. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, and, uh, on a compressor first, yeah, because yeah. there is so yeah. much technique to getting to lay down a finish and not get fat lips with it. You know what I'm talking about? The heavy edges. There's so much going on, uh, but teaching people the right height at the 90, how far away. Um, most important, if you could shoot uh, horizontal, it lays down better, but just your pattern sprain. There's mm-hmm. so much to it. And then, of course, we've moved up into higher tech stuff. But sometimes just to learn, you need to, how do you say? It's kind of like buying somebody a a, um, a random orbit sander and then let them use a fest tool. Yeah. yeah. What's the yeah, appreciation said, of it? I think you just came up with a really good YouTube video idea that you should do. Mm. Go to Harbor Freight, spend 25 bucks, get one of those guns, and that'd be a great video. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How to lay down a finish. You know, also for airless, I do have a Nova. I think it's a 440 IX that you just put a five gallon right into. And it's great for painting walls and not, not for fine finish, but for like laying out some major, you can go through 10 gallons in like 20 minutes. Crazy. Like it's awesome for painting like my shop on the outside or painting walls. It's a great, great spray system. 
So there was this uh, sprayer when I was starting out. I was spraying a lot of stains or I wanted to. And this was, uh, yes, I don't think you were born yet, Jason, when I was doing this. And, what year? Uh, let's let's make uh, let's make it clear. What year was this? Uh, probably about mid eighties, around eighty seven. Yeah, I was three. He was God, he was damn. eating cereal. <laughs> okay, but I saw something advertised in Woodcraft back then. I think it was black and white. I'm just kidding. And <laughs> I was kind of blown away by this. Okay, that's it. That's my first blown away. Uh, but it was this thing called the critter, and it. I said on a whim, I'm going to buy this for, I think it was $20 and it took little screw on Mason jars. Mm -hmm. And I said, I won't waste any stain that way. And I can spray it on. And it had a little, it almost looked like an airbrush tool, but I could use it because the, I didn't need a lot of push. I could use it with my pancake compressor. And boy, did I learn a lot. You know how much I sprayed stain all day long with it because it worked. It, it worked fantastic. And if I needed to switch it, boom, I'd have one with lacquer thinner. Boom, done, clean. And then I'd put on like colonial maple. Whoop, need to spray something else in walnut. Boop, quick, do a quick rinse. It worked perfect. And and it wasn't a lot of money. I remember seeing that in catalogs and magazines. I remember yeah. that. I didn't have one, but I remember seeing that critter. I yeah. remember seeing that. It, I think I still have it. Yeah. Yeah, I think I, I think I may still have that up up in my uh, finished cabinets. It worked. It worked fantastic. Okay. Yeah. So I think I think it was a great point. You said that learn on something um, bare minimum basic first, and learn the technique before you go to like an advanced system. Because yeah. you can get really good. Pro- I mean, I've seen people will paint a car with a Harbor Freight sprayer. If they know what they're doing, it looks amazing. Well, you know? I mean, that's a really good, uh, this would be a good topic for an episode. Yeah. Um, which speaking of that, our next week, I actually have a really good topic. that uh, One of the patrons recommended. Okay. I'll tell you guys about it later. But, um, you know, good tools don't make you good. They they just Correct. don't. You know, I, if you go buy a, a Fuji Q5 and bring it home, you've never used a, HVLP, it doesn't mean you're going to get a great finish, right? Because you don't know how to use it, right? It's, it's not just because you buy an expensive tool doesn't mean that you're going to get the best results. And what brought that up, JC, is you talking about all those tips and I was like, okay, um, that's great. All those great tips, but do people really know and they have to learn about all the tips where sometimes it's, it's real cheap because it's a plug and play and they don't get overwhelmed with all the features on these high tech ones. Right. Yeah. You know, so. Yeah. Hmm. And the, the and, more options, the more options that you have, the more overwhelming I think it's to, uh-huh. to people, but not our patrons. <gasps> Cause patrons rock and off the cut podcast sucks. <laughs> Sorry. I had to, <laughs> I had to hey, get what, it in at least. I once. wonder what they're giving away on their next podcast. Nothing. Oh wait, oh. no, they don't do giveaways for their patrons. Oh, okay, okay. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Yeah. Zero point zero. Lutarski. Yeah. yeah. All right. Our next prize, man. This is working out. I think <laughs> at the end we might Ronnie, have that, right? that grand prize. Uh, you guys ready? Ready. One hundred dollar gift card to Woo! TSO products. 
Yes. Nice. Oh, thank you, Noah and Hans and TSO. Now, this, there, there is a there is a caveat to this. Uh, I guess this is what they did for the last winner uh, of the giveaway. Basically, what they want people to do is, uh, if you're the winner, you'll create an account on TSO's website, which is free. It doesn't cost any money. And then what they'll do is they'll credit your account with a hundred dollars. So I just wanted to oh. to say that just because you know mm-hmm. why not right mm-hmm. he he just he was like hey I I just want to make sure that we're going to do it this way and I'm like okay that's fine and they also have um, to get a tattoo of TSO so yes and that's also nope. sorry I mean that Ronnie's great grandmother yeah, decided yeah, that yeah yeah she said it's, well <laughs> never mind I heard I heard she's I heard she was a great ink artist was she yeah she was she yeah, invented, she invented tattoo. tattooing I heard she did. oh. Did she really? She admitted yeah. the gun. Yeah. 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 <laughs> All right. Who's who's the lucky winner for this one? This might be one of our best episodes we've ever done, which it should be after a hundred of them. Well, because we're giving away like $72,000 worth of stuff. Yeah. I'm telling you. Wow. Oh, man. Congratulations, Mr. Ludwig Barnes. Nice. Thank you, Mr. Barnes. Congratulations, yes, Ludwig. Congrats. Ludwig Barnes, $100 gift card to uh, TSO. Remove all instances. So we have three left. Oh. We could probably maybe do three more questions. Okay. What do you think? Yeah. Speed round. Speed round. All right. This one is going to be mine. Let's do. I'm looking at the our list on our thing that we have multiple questions on. Man, there's so many. Okay. If you could pick one woodworking retail shop to shop from, what would it be? That's from Ed Bansini. For me, that's easy. It's US Tool and Fastener, hands down. That's who I order all of my festival stuff. Now, granted, they don't carry every brand, but the brands that I typically need to buy, that's where I'm ordering it from. All of it. Next. I, I'll be U.S. Tool and Fastener, um, Tool Nut. Those will be the two. Probably most common. There's Beaver. Throw a Beaver in there. <laughs> beaver. beaver. But you guys tool. are... You, um, I don't buy Festool, so how do I answer this question? I mean, it doesn't have to be about festival. If if you're no, buying, I, I keep I festival know. out of it for for you if you want to. See, um, Sedge leaves but, Sedge leaves work every day with the, the back of his pants are like shaped like a sustainer. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, Sedge, you could say Home Depot. I would disown you and never talk to you again. But you could say Home Depot. So, what retail uh, establishment that I walk into or online? Yeah, either that's or. Because I like to buy direct from manufacturers. Okay. Okay. So, um, uh, let's see. I'd probably have to put a Lee Valley in there. I figured you'd do something that had to do with hand tools. Yeah. And then I buy direct from Lee Nielsen, but I haven't done that in a long time. I'm looking at something right now I might want to purchase. Um, I've bought a lot from Hotville, uh, which I, I like. They're near and dear to my hat. Um, yeah, they're great. Yep. Uh, U.S. Tool and Fastener, of course. I've bought a few things from them. Uh, let's see. 
Beva, yes. Uh, wood Woodcrafters out in Washington. There's all kinds of great places out there. Um, I'm just trying to think where I frequented frequented lately. So, if someone knows me, I've been in the game for a while, and the place I buy almost all my stuff now is Amazon. I do yeah. I do a fair amount from Amazon. I should have probably said that. Yeah. yeah. So if the if it's the most frequented place I buy, you know, whether finishes, materials, tools, it would have to be Amazon. Hey, you know, uh, to know when I the the last, I, it seems like several tool purchases on Amazon that I bought came from Hartville. Hmm. Yeah, because you I've buy on the Amazon, it comes from Hotville. Yeah, they, they yeah. kind of have the market cornered on yeah. Amazon. I bought the cis rails. I've I've made three orders of those, the ones that you know make the sustainers into drawers, and they've all came from Hartville. And the other one recently for hand tools, and it's more measuring, uh, kind of modern day measuring stuff that I've been using quite a bit is Taylor Tool Works. I was just yeah, I'm glad you brought them up because I was just getting ready to say, um, obviously we shop at TSO and all these other places that that are yep. you know obviously sponsors and helping out you know do these giveaways mm-hmm. um but when you're talking about a, a website that has a lot of stuff mm-hmm. taylor toolworks has a lot of mm-hmm. stuff i was on their website last week just randomly looking at things and i was blown mm-hmm. away there's my mm-hmm. blown away i was blown away by how like how deep that rabbit hole goes Oh yeah, there's a lot of stuff on their site. <laughs> They're my go-to now for all my wood owl bits. They're my go-to. They, Mike sent me this little blemished ruler. Okay, it's in metric. And he sent it to me. Okay, and I gotta tell you, I use it all the time because I can bend it a little. And it, it, <clears throat> I'm like, this, there's some little things, and everybody knows I did the video on the AccuBur, but that's a Taylor Toolworks, and that's probably one of the biggest highlights this year in my shop is because anybody can use it to per, to burr a cabinet scraper. Oh, I was like, yeah. oh, once again, old dog, new tricks. Yeah, I love that stuff. So I just had to call that out. I think everybody knows on Sedge Tool, Taylor Toolworks is an affiliate link, but it he has a great selection of tools. Speaking of tools. <gasps> oh, no way. Patrons, oh, uh, patrons rule. Patrons rule. Here, I'm gonna I'm gonna click the button so we can figure out what's coming next. Okay, so it's spinning. I swear, if Eric Spensley, because he is a patron, if he wins one of these things, I'm gonna be pissed. All right, are you ready for the next one? I am. The the next one, man, Ronnie. This really actually might work out. We have a fifty fifty chance that the the biggest prize is gonna be last. Um. $100 gift card to our friends at Carbon Method. Woo! Very nice. You can go to Carbon Method and get yourself some of the great nano finish for either your cast cast iron or your wood projects. Let's see who wins. That's one uh, thing I still haven't used. I have it, but I haven't used it yet. I wanted to use it on my dining room table, but they're nano finish for the for like wood. Mr. Drew Burton. Drew Burton. Drew Burton. Drew Burton. Congratulations, Drew. $100 gift card. Wow. Carbon method. You know, my great grandmother invented that when she was going across the prairie for the wagon wheels. Not she, really? She came up with that concept. 
um, it was groundbreaking. That's all I'll say. Oh my God. No one had even heard of nano finish. No one. Yeah, oh, no one. And no one. Nana invented nano. Nan- Nana said nano finish. Uh, was so, it originally uh, Nana finish, not nano yes. finish? It, it, it was. It, it morphed into nano. Yes. Nice. Nice. Yeah. All right, she Sedge, do you. That. She sold that company. You, oh, I have a question. Okay, have let me pull. I can't help it. I guess I just keep laughing. Yeah, let me pull this up real quick. Woo! Shared community questions. Okay. Sorry, guys. I'm reading really quick. That's okay. People are just going to have to wait. Yeah. This is riveting podcast. Oh, 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 okay. So here's something pretty cool that I've been. uh, I Okay. So this is by Leather by Dragonfly. Ah, no, this is important because I'm in the middle of something right now. What's your go-to method for storing finished after it has been open to prevent skimming? Okay, so I'm going to tell you right now, I I uh, came home. Uh, let me get over here real quick. Sorry, guys. I'm just trying to figure something out. There it is. Okay, so <clears throat> this is a great topic because I was looking at a YouTube video today on this. I uh, Because I had this thing in my shop that and I'm going to talk about rollers and roller trays and finishing a tray. Okay, in your brushes. Because you want to save a ton of cleanup if I'm rolling and tipping or I'm rolling something. I had this thing I got at a uh, painters and decorators show in St. Louis. They just handed it to me. I went, yeah, whatever. And I thought, and I'm telling you, this is the cat's meow. I can't find them. It was a giveaway they gave to all their customers at this trade show. And it was a sealed zippered uh, bag that you put your tray and roller in there and I've left them in as long as a week and everything's fine. Okay. So it's amazing. Uh, You know how much money I saved on rollers, trays, tray liners. And, but the thing for me was the time after every, so you get two coats, three coats of something and you're doing it like that. You just zip it up and leave it overnight. Next thing you know, you're good to go. So I said, Oh, and uh, I left some finish that I was uh, some poly. I was rolling and tipping on my floor and I left it on in the garage while I went away for Phoenix. <laughs> Today, when I'm taking out the garage, I look and the dog, one of the dogs on the way out must have tipped it and it's sitting straight up and all the, all the finish was oozing out. It was hard and I had to pry it off my floor and I just threw it in the, in the I just threw it away. Right. So today, today I went to go look for a replacement. Can't find them, and I figured something out. I'd be willing to bet one of the biggest companies out there bought them and took what they had invented, this company, and put it on what on the rocks. Because guess what? That added up to taking less money rollers, out of their pocket. Less rollers, less tray liners, less trays. You know, loss of finish. So it would prevent skimming on that. And that's a great question. So what I'm going to do now is do the exact same thing, put it in, leave them in the tray and everything, but I'm just going to take a garbage bag and press all the uh, air out. And that's, that's what I do. Yep. Yeah. It works. It'll hold it. Yeah. And so if, go ahead. Um, when I'm, when I'm doing paint, 
what I tend to do is because, you know, I paint a coat and then you have to wait four hours before you can come back and do another coat, three, four hours, depending on the paint. Right. So what I, what I typically tend to do is, is take like, um, the plastic wrap, the like cellophane or whatever it is. Yep. And I'll just pull some out and then I'll, I'll do like you got, and I'll just put it right over the top of it. And it just keeps everything moist. Same thing with the brushes and all that other stuff. So that'll get me through the day. The big one that I have an issue with is Rubio Monocoat. And I, for, for what I love Rubio Monocoat, I love using it. Um, I just used it on the picture frame that I made, but like I, I the design of their cans, it, it's the, it's awful. Like it is just terrible. You'd think by now with as popular as it's become that they would have done something different because the minute you pop that seal on the oil, it doesn't matter how tight you get it back on it has a tendency to still start to skim over mm. the, the accelerator, that stupid plastic thing that yes. comes off it. If you don't open it for a long time, that red cap gets stuck and then you have to try to pry it off and then you end up breaking it. <laughs> it's, it, it's, it's a really bad design in my opinion. I'm just being honest. I love the finish, but I, I think that they could do better. I've considered getting stop loss bags. I've heard a lot of really good, um, information on the stop loss bags that basically you're putting it into a plastic bag that's designed specifically for that finish and you suck the air out and it keeps everything good to go. I've heard people have great success with Rubio and those and all other finishes, you know, armor seal and all these other things. Uh, those types of finishes, I never have a problem because I don't buy the finish unless I need it for that product or a project. And I always buy the smallest can that I can mm-hmm. because I'm never, I'm not going to buy a one gallon thing of high general finishes, high performance, and then think that I'm going to go through it. Right. Um, what I did on the Rubio Monaco, the reason I brought this up is because something that I did do is I was trying to close the can. I bought one of the larger cans of, uh, of a color because I knew we were going to be using it a lot and I've had it for quite some time now, but the last time on the last project that I used it on, when I opened it up, it was all skimmed over. And when I was trying to close it, I was trying to, you know, hit, hit, hit it down with a hammer. I hit it too hard and I dented the can and the can started to crumble. Now the seal wasn't perfect. So I had to like do all this finagling and I got it back on there pretty tight, but then I put it inside of a Ziploc bag and I sealed the bag up and I put it on the shelf and it's been in there for months. And I pulled it out the other day and guess what? I didn't have any skimming on the top of it. Yeah, I've Done. I've had Rubio skin on me before where I I took a stir stick and broke through that layer and it was fine underneath that it almost seals itself with a skim coat on the top. Mm-hmm. And like when you break through it, it's fine underneath that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah. It's still annoying. It is annoying. Because you gotta like fish it out. And then if you don't get all of it out when you're sucking it up in the syringes to yeah. pour it, it, you get chunks in it, which again doesn't really matter because you can just take it off the right. the workpiece. But yeah, that's all. And I even tried, what's that other one? Natura One Coat, the one that uh, Mark Spagnuolo, it's the same freaking thing as Rubio, but I used it on the conference tables and the same exact design for the cans, exactly the same. Mm. I don't understand what, what the deal is with the with the hard wax oils. You know what else I don't understand? Patrons rock. Patrons rock. We have two giveaways left, gentlemen. Yes. Spin two. the wheel. Spinning now. This one's for an all-electric Ford F-150. Yeah, no, that's the grand prize. That's that's the one I want to win. 
<laughs> well, Ronnie, guess what? What? Something is going to be the grand prize because this giveaway is for a wonderful care package from Tight Bond. Nice. Oh, wow. That's one that I landed today, actually. Nice. While I was, while I was eating lunch. That is a sticky Buffalo prize. Wild Wings by myself. Oh. Yeah. No, I, I had the ducks... Uh, air ducts cleaned out today in the house. Oh, cool. And at the end of it, they put this fog through the whole system to like kill germs and it's like essential oils and all this other stuff. And they're like, yeah, it's, we always recommend people leave for, you know, 45 minutes to an hour. I'm like, I guess I'm going to eat lunch. Um, What'd you have at Buffalo right. Wild Wings? A burger. Mainly because I would have got wings, but I had wings last night at Buffalo Wild Wings because that's where I took Jerry to dinner. <laughs> Yeah, oh it's not, man, it's not bad. Black wings, goat woodworking. Oh, way cool. Nice. I like that. That's Corey, right? That's Corey. Yep. Sure Congratulations, is. Congratulations, Corey. Black goat woodworking. All right, Ronnie. Do you have do you have one more question that you see? Or I, I saw the question. I, I want to know the answer to the question that I saw that said. From Stevie Design, it said, what is your biggest takeaway you learned from your recent window wall fix? I want to know what your answer is. Yeah, me too. (laughs) This will be a good one to end on. Um, I I learned a lot, but but I don't really know if I have a biggest takeaway. I'd say it's not always as bad as you think. That's a good one, yeah. Um, When you're don't be afraid to do something on your own just because you're unfamiliar with it. Um, I was very, very, I mean, Ronnie, you can attest to this. I was nervous. I was worried. I, I don't know anything about any of this. You know, I, I really don't. And I, I was on the verge of just calling a contractor and saying, come fix it. I don't give a shit how much it costs. Like, mm-hmm. I don't want to deal did, with this. I want it to be done. Did you replace the window too? No, the wind. No, the window will be replaced, but not till later in the year. Oh, you just uh, took out all the the crap and uh, reframed it and sistered everything in. Correct. I took out all the rotted wood, and I also identified where the leak was. Oh, and I stopped the leak. Oh, where where was the leak up at the top? Nope. That that issue was fixed when they uh, filled the br- between the brick and the lentil. Oh, okay. Yeah, you um, had the that, mason come out and do that. Yeah. The then when they tuck pointed those areas. Yeah, that's no problem anymore, and and that was that's a recent problem. So that that is not something that has been happening for years. What's been happening for years is right here, in where the two windows meet. There's what's called it's a mauling strip, right, mm-hmm. Ronnie? Mm-hmm. A mauling strip, a little plastic strip. Yeah, it just clips in, pops right over the top of it. That's exactly in line with where the leak was coming in. And it was causing the water to go down, soak up in the uh, insulation, hit the wood, and just continue to expand. And I actually think that there's a slight slope because everything to the left is what was really rotted the worst. So I think water was just working its way down, and that's where it sat the most. So they didn't um, did they didn't install when it was built the mauling strip, or it was just deteriorated. They, they installed no, it's not... it, but it was just a crack on both sides of the strip, open crack. So it it just... was pushed away just slightly because of the the sealant that they put around the bottom. There was a pinhole on both sides. So it was just pulled away enough to where water was getting in there 
and it was coming straight down in between the frame and the uh the foam sheathing it was coming down right there like so it was on the inside of the house on the foam sheathing behind the two by four for the framing and it was just slight slightly coming down and then when i when we identified it nicole was outside spraying water on it i pushed my finger on the foam board just to see if i could get more water to come in sure enough as soon as i did that more drips coming down but it was just a steady very small steady stream of water over the years doing that so i would have never known never so now i've been testing it i've tested it three times now flooding the window with the sprinkler with the hose with high uh high amounts of water lower amounts of water spraying above the window no leaks whatsoever so to try to try throwing a full bucket at it He's putting a sprinkler no. that has like full spray on it. So it's pretty, it's a pretty good test. Okay. But that's, it's, it's obvious that that's where it is. I, when he did his story, I instantly noticed that strip and I was like, that's where it's coming from. Uh, yep. It was pretty clear because, cool. you know, that they took those two windows, which were individual and they stuck them together. They use that strip to, to combine them into one window and they just, yep. didn't, they just didn't care. That's just an example of not caring and just making it look right, but not worrying about it being watertight. So I, I went and got some OSI, right? OSI. Yeah. And Ronnie recommended just put that on the back side of it. I did popped it back into place. I couldn't wait two hours later. I was like, I got to test it now. Tested it. No water. Next day, tested it. No water today. Tested it again. No water. I'll test one more time first thing tomorrow morning just to make sure. I'll let so, it run for probably 30 minutes or so. So you, you don't need to replace the window? Not no, for water. No. no. Not for water, no. Yeah. The window's still trash, but um, it's not. I'm not leaking water anymore. Yeah. So um, I felt really good about going through that experience. As, as painful as it was, I, I feel really good because I learned something. Yes. I learned a valuable lesson that I will know if I ever run into that problem again. I, I feel confident doing that task or things that may be slightly similar. So going through that experience was, was really beneficial. As much as I hate doing home remodeling, even though that's basically all I do now is build furniture for our house or remodel something in our house. I don't love the process because I do run into stuff like this a lot, very, all these uncertainties, but at the same time, I love it because I learned so much. Like I am chomping at the bit to remodel our master bathroom. Why? Because I learned a lot remodeling our last master bathroom. And I know that this one is going to be 20 times better. My tile job is going to be 20 times better. I have the tools. I've, I have, I don't have the experience, but I have more experience than I did. I know what to look for. I know what needs to be done to get, you know, perfectly flat walls. Like I know how much that's going to help tile installation. You know, I know how to use the Schluter system. Like it's pretty cool, you know, to, to go through those things as much as it sucks. And even with this built-in, I know how to put the built-in together and do all that stuff, but like now I have new challenges, right? I've got to get the top back on. I got to figure out how I can make it seamless again. I've got to uh, take the toe kick that I cut and 
basically now make another tiny toe kick and just get it level to the existing toe kick, right? Like there's all these things I have to do. I have to clip things back into place and make sure it all looks good again. So um, as much as it sucks, I'm also very thankful. So, and with that being said, guys, let's close this episode out with what this was not planned. This actually happened this way. This way is the cool. best. This is the, the highest dollar value prize um, that we have now with this, this one in particular, um, either myself or Ronnie will reach out to them because if they have no intention on, I don't want to give it away yet on participating in this thing, then maybe we can figure it out and we can make sure somebody else that, that does plan gets it. And then also another thing that I'll throw out there, if you guys are on discord and you guys want to talk about, you know, actually, no, we're not going to do that. So I was going to say swap prizes. Maybe one wants one thing more than the other. You guys can all work that. But I, I got to give the names to the company. So you're stuck with what you got. Use it or don't. All right. Now, the lucky winner is about to be named for the grand prize, which is a $600 value. It is a ticket to attend WorkbenchCon mm -hmm. in Atlanta. In Atlanta. Now, it doesn't include hotel, but it includes the event, which costs like $600 to go. And, so, and what are the dates uh, for 2024? It's the 1st of March, I believe. Like, oh, end of February, 1st of March. Hopefully, I can make it. Because I missed... Yeah, I missed the Arnold this year, and that's always the first week of March. I'll check the dates for the Arnold. It's February 29th to March 2nd. Okay, let me, okay. so as you're doing that, and we're giving the giveaway. Woo. Let's find out who wins. Can't believe we got a WorkbenchCon ticket to yeah, give away. That's, yeah, that's, that's it, it's it's because it's Ronnie. No, it's... Yeah, yeah. I, I heard off the cut was giving away a parking lot pass to WorkbenchCon. I have. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, I guess I should say before I read off the person that won, I should apologize. If you win and you're going to WorkbenchCon, unfortunately, you're going to have to deal with those two knuckleheads. Yeah, they'll be there. <laughs> who will probably be following us around like like puppy dogs trying to learn how to have an actual good podcast. It's really irritating, but we get free beer like the entire weekend. So that's kind of cool. Um, all right. Well, congratulations, Mr. Sean Powell. Sean Powell. Sean Powell. Sean Powell, you are the winner of the Workbench Con ticket. And I really hope to see you there. Matter of fact, if you are there, we'll buy you a beer. Yes. Or three. Or 19 depending on how wild it gets. Sean Powell, congratulations. It's a little quiet, guys. Well, we, I oh, know you were oh. I know you're making sure you're noting that we won't forget. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, that's awesome. Wicked cool. Man, it's a challenge to give away stuff nonstop through a whole podcast. That's a challenge. What so are we up to, Ronnie? What's that? What are we up to? 1.3 million or 1.4? Uh, I think we passed at least 
70 some thousand. I think we gave away on this podcast at least. Yeah, definitely. Wow. So yeah. we're up over way over a million for the year so yeah, far. Yeah, way over a million. It's it's such a value to be a patron and to be able to I mean it's just unbelievable. It's such a value. I'd like to it'd be interesting to see what what tier level these uh, each of these people are. But you know it it would also be interesting seriously to know how much how much money like we give away throughout the year. It's a lot. Oh, it's it is a like, lot. Seriously. It really is a lot. It's, it's significant it's since we started moving to uh gift cards. Yeah. Sure. It's impressive. Yeah. It's impressive. So well, I'm, I'm excited. Congratulations to everybody that won Sean Powell, Goblin Spanker, Ludwig Barnes, <laughs> Andrew <laughs> Nicely, Mike McCown, Ben Lund, Drew Burton, uh, Corey over at Black Goat Woodworking, and Mr. Steve Iadarola, like Motorola. <laughs> that is awesome. Yeah. Very can you cool. say that? Can you say that second one again? Goblin Spanker. Spanker <laughs> of the Goblin. He's real popular at Halloweeny. That's yeah. going to be on <laughs> Michelle's whiteboard very soon, and I can't wait to yes. see it. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, I don't know about you guys, but I would just like to say that this podcast has been a blast. Uh, oh, I, I shouldn't have said it like that. Now people are going to be like, yeah, I was like, you'll see you later. No, <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> but today's the last episode. Um, Jason's no, taken on an internship with DeWalt. <laughs> yeah, it's been great. Uh, to be honest with you, I really don't, I didn't think that it would last as long as it has. I, I think it's going to continue. I, talking to you guys is, is pretty awesome. And I'm really glad I, you know, obviously I miss Ben and cause he was one of the people that, that started this and we obviously will always appreciate Ben. Uh, but Ronnie, you coming on has been a perfect fit. So it's been fun. It's been fun. And, and I appreciate all the patron and people that support the podcast. It's awesome. Thanks. And yeah. I just hope we can continue to give as many benefits as we can to everybody that listens and give back. It's a great community. I'm excited to be part of it. So... Pat Patreon is great because it stops us from having to do all the other sponsored stuff, yep. running ads and all this other stuff. Yeah. Yep. And I just want to say thank you to everybody uh, who listens. Don't forget to write a review on the um, uh, podcast platforms. I want to thank our patrons. Uh, this is 100. And as we always say, and many more. So yeah, I just can't wait for next week. It'll be 101. Uh, and uh, let's see. That's it. That was awesome. Well, I think that was a great episode. I really enjoyed it. It was pretty funny. A bunch of people won a bunch of free stuff. But now I get to do the usual and go upstairs and start my Night with Leo. <laughs> Night with Have, Leo. All that's right. a whole different podcast. Oh, that's yeah. A whole, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's another podcast right there. <laughs> so thank you so much, everybody. We'll see you yep. next week. Thanks, everybody. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.